0: world's recap show show 162 james like we've talked about in the past there's a a a preview and a recap show it's not a review show it's a recap show
1: we're recapping i gotta remember we're recapping
0: it's a preview and a recap so this is the world's recap show i think this might be my favorite show of the year
1: i gotta say it's it's gotta be in my top five for sure because like we talked about it's the biggest week in vmx the amount of excitement that goes on at the world championships, let alone this one specifically is all time. So next to like a grands week, I feel like, yeah. Or like anything like that, this is, it's one of the biggest ones for sure.
0: And boy did the racing deliver, man. It was phenomenal from the amateurs to the juniors, U 23 elites. We're going to break it down for you today and, and go through all that we experienced. Um, yeah, it was just a fantastic show. I, I really enjoyed watching it. I thought the coverage was, I mean, we'll get to the coverage. We'll get to how I watched the coverage, but I will say overall, the racing was excellent.
1: It really was. I mean, France absolutely delivered on the the electric atmosphere we were talking about in the preview show, Um, the little quote-unquote stadium they created around the track. It was unbelievable. The racing was amazing. So we need to get to all of it. Um, First, though, should we give a little shout out to our presenting sponsor of the show, ProGate Europe?
0: Winning starts the Great
1: Gate. Felicia
0: Stansel, answer S squared, get yours fucking today. She knows. Rate, she knows. Winning starts the Great Gate. World champion Felicia Stansel, Progate Europe.
1: Holy shit! Is that crazy to say? Hey, and Felicia no. Stansel, answer BMX teammate, whole shot hubs. You know, um, she just fucking laid one down on that Progate Europe. She knows how to get it what down. Hubs, good one. I, I thought I'd throw that one in there. That's pretty good. The little the last minute there. I'm not really quick with the words, but that one was pretty good. Um, yeah, thank you
0: for representing sponsor of the show, ProGate yeah. Europe. As always, they have phenomenal ProGate at the World Championships, and these races trust the best gate in the world,
1: which is obviously a ProGate Europe. I get to, by the way, I got to see Jan again. I've seen Jan at, obviously, in Papendal. I got to see him there. I got to see him here in um, in Nantes. Before, before my whole COVID situation, um, it was great to see him, catch up with him, have a chat. Such yep. a nice guy, loves the sport, always there to you know make his best he can. It's cool, it was cool to see him.
0: And skippers or uh Pogate Europe Junior Jay had a tough day, went out early, but he'll be uh, he'll be ready for the next World Cups of the year no doubt.
1: His uh his crash in the first day was talk of the town, it was first round crash because his bike ended up like over the first turn in the stands or something. I don't know where it ended <laughs> up. But... I didn't I didn't see that. Yeah, you guys were the bike? first day, his yeah, bike ended up getting cartwheeled over the turn. It was gnarly. So Good just to see him racing again and get on to day two after that one.
0: It makes the crashes look just so extravagant if the bike just gets fucking cartwheeled.
1: Dude, unreal, isn't it? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you,
0: just, you see someone crash and their bike just does three flips in the air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is an absolute yard sale. Things are going everywhere. Plate blows off. Bar ends gone. <laughs> You ever you ever get up from a
0: crash and it just feels like you're in a washing machine because you just did like whatever three barrel rolls. You look up, you just like have no clue where your bike is.
1: You just start looking around. Yeah, I just start looking around like <laughs> where the what just happened? Where, where am I facing right now? It's so funny. Uh, so
0: trying to watch the racing was was an issue. So I talked to a lot of my riders in Australia and different uh, places around the world, and a lot of people couldn't even watch it because it was geo blocked. So I don't know if you saw Tyler Brown's story, but it was laugh out loud funny The this what he had to do with watching it was like hacking into
1: a a CSI crime lab. It's unbelievable. I feel like I feel like we're in 2022. I understand that there is like these uh, what's it called uh, French TV rights, but the hoops that people were going through and like Tyler Brown specifically after you told me that I made sure to, to like to go check it out. And I was like, what are we doing here?
0: yeah and so like we've talked about like i can we can we do need to sell the rights like that's how that's what other sports do and that's what the uci has to do they need to sell the rights to tv to get it on tv and also make money for the sport so 100 but with that said like if we're shutting out most of bmx world from even being able to watch it yeah. i don't know it's like we're it's like one step forward one step back it's kind of like you're treading water because then the people who actually want to watch it can't so i don't like, I don't know if that's better.
1: Yeah, I really don't either. It's just like everybody was struggling. Everybody wanted to watch the first day. Nobody could find a way to watch it. I go on Twitter. I see like Herman tweet at you or DB tweeted at you. Like, where do I watch the live feed? And they're like, they're both just going back and forth. Like, you find it yet? Nah, like <laughs> it, just wasn't, it wasn't working. So I will say there was, there was a young gentleman. I don't know if he's young, but there was a
0: gentleman who was posting the the full streams on youtube and i want it for the official record i don't condone um copyright infringement and illegally posting videos but at the same time this gentleman was doing god's work he really was (laughs) what's the saying not all heroes wear capes not all heroes wear capes like it's not much but it's honest work this gentleman was doing god's work
1: oh dude i have the best meme for that one right there we're all gonna have to put this
0: out but phenomenal you can just go on youtube and like i said for the official record i don't condone this but you know we got to watch it on youtube so you know
1: yeah thank god people were there was a lot of action even the first day so thank god people were able to finally watch that yeah um so like
0: if you actually got to watch racing the coverage i thought was really good what i don't like about the about the um the camera work is like sometimes during the kids they'll zoom in on someone's like shoe.
1: Hmm. They try to get to RTA, eh?
0: which is like, we, nobody cares, but I will say a couple of times zoomed in on the shoe and I was like, are you serious? I'm not going to be able to watch the gate. And then right before it would zoom out so you could see it, but like, you don't like, that's not, that's not an angle. Like anyone wants to see, like, I think you just film, just film the start. You don't need to, yeah. you don't need to, to pan to that or zoom in. I don't think it worked.
1: No, I think I'd prefer that. I prefer the most basic angle. Like I want just a nice front or front side view just to see kind of everybody and just see if you can catch anything that goes on that's crazy. Because if you're yeah, that's we don't need to be going back and forth. We don't need the artsy one. We don't need an artsy shoe pick or a shoe uh, video there. It's kind of weird. They, they seem to have
0: gotten away from, you know, they used to always have the camera guy beside lane one and film the guy in lane one and then top of the hill they'd film like everyone going down. They've kind yeah, of gotten yeah. away from that angle, I think.
1: I wonder why. I got do you think it's rider preference or they just realize it's not a great angle to begin with or what?
0: I mean, definitely if you're in lane one, like there's times like you're in one and the camera guy is like just fucking zooming in. right? But I mean, that's just part of it. And if you're I mean, if you're thinking about that, you're not focused on what you're doing. So
1: no, I agree.
0: But I think I think just the, the straight on the straight on view of the star is the best. You see everyone come off. You can watch whoever you want. And generally they did do that. And I thought it was really. Good.
1: That's cool. Yeah, that's good then. I mean, um, it seemed like they had quite a few angles when i saw which was cool too like the replays they seem to have pretty good replays a lot of things happening because of all that so that was that was cool i don't really have any complaints from
0: that standpoint like overall i thought the tv broadcast was was really good and really professional
1: yeah yeah that's good i feel like once again i just this french know how to do right you know to host the event
0: and you know what's cool i know what i just love is like with it being in france anytime a french writer got announced you could just hear the crowd erupt And I just think that's cool. Like no matter if it's in Brazil or Colombia or Holland, I just think it's so cool to hear the home crowd just absolutely erupt for their local rider.
1: Unreal cool. Yeah, It's just like you love to see it. You love to see people getting behind their hometown crowd. Like that's sport right there. Like being able to support somebody, cheer for somebody, and for the French riders to have pretty much that entire probably stadium cheering for them. I'm I'm going to call it a stadium even though it's not. It's just got to be the coolest thing ever.
0: Yeah, and it's funny. My guy Pills was just hyping up the crowd, waving his arms to the crowd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's, go, go. Let's go! They just get more and more loud. God. Yeah. And they, I mean, they, that, dude, yeah. What are you saying? They performed, too. Like, the fact that, like, all the Frenchies will get to it, but, like, they all came through, I felt like, for the most part, was unreal.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the atmosphere looked awesome, and I think... Overall, it seemed like a really exciting world from an atmosphere perspective.
1: Yeah, I thought so. Um, How would you think the track played out for racing?
0: Better than I thought, actually. Like, there's quite a bit of passing through the third straight, last turn, last straight. Like, overall, I thought really good. Like, yeah, yeah I didn't have any many complaints from it. It looked like you could pass most places. Um, yeah, I think... There was quite a few. I mean, there was a lot of crashes, to be honest, like almost every lap. It seemed like people were eating shit. So I don't know if that's I think part of it is just the world. And at the world, you have people just everyone's so close and tight and going for broke that it's going to happen. But probably also partly the track if it's tighter and everyone's closer, too, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a combination of that being the world's a tighter track like like that. Everything, everything combined will just cause everyone to be a little bit on edge. Yeah, you're getting a little tight with somebody, you're going to be making a little mistake. You're not really maybe used to be making. Um, it did seem like there was a lot of uh, action going on into the second mm-hmm. turn, I felt like, which was a little unexpected, but that kind of felt like the place to do anything. And then that was yeah. set up for some action down the third straight, which was the third straight was more technical than I thought it was um, mm. like from watching the French champs. So that was cool.
0: Especially in the men's, there was a ton of passing opportunities down the second straight through the second yeah. turn like tons of cool. action which was pretty cool even the last turn like there was quite a few moves tried or like stuck in the last corner and down the last straight there's some good drag races so overall the track played out pretty well and i really yeah. liked too. like i thought the first straight would cater more towards inside lanes but i think felicia won from what six in the main
1: yeah like the people that hole shotted were coming out of five and six seven yeah. even and, like it.
0: and then Kai and Eddie, like Kai was in, what was he in five or six and Eddie was in eight. So I think from the outside, you could make it work too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like even look at the U23 class, Molina guy came out of five, I think five or six. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty wild. So, yeah. So overall I thought that was really good. Notable move. I, when you talk about moving the last turn, I don't know if you, I'm sure, hopefully you did. I don't know. The semi of U23 men, um, the colombian guy ramirez on uh, australian dude i think it was jack davis which is a bummer i like jack he's one of my boys now i feel like i feel like a, anyways colombian just columbia the last turn just sick high low move on him to to get the the fourth spot
0: Oh, he yelled. Jack, I think it was Jack yelled "fuck" on the broadcast so loud.
1: Oh, really? Oh, I can imagine because that. It didn't show him, but I'm pretty, I'm
0: pretty sure it was him because he obviously got passed, and anyone would probably do the same thing. But it was so yeah. loud
1: on the broadcast;
0: he must have done it. Talk about getting caught on a hot. <laughs> must have done it right beside a mic, and even even Pete was on the broadcast. I I heard him like pause for a second and then keep talking just because it was. I mean, he just yelled "fuck" as loud as he could. <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, that that moment, what else are you supposed to do? What do they not. expect out of an athlete, right?
0: Before we get into elite racing, um, the amateur racing was really good. Uh, I know we were talking before about how, where the most world champs were coming from. So I actually saw it today. I think it was eight from France and then seven from U.S. and Holland. So pretty close.
1: Oh, we're talking uh, in the elites, the medal. times? like eight seems like.
0: No, I said, I said, I say, what did I say? I meant amateurs.
1: Yeah, you, you were talking amateurs, but then that number seemed very low. Only... Oh, we're talking winners. Winners, yeah, winners. Oh, sir, so from- I was thinking all medals, and I was like, no, no, whoa, no, no. no, okay.
0: Yeah, eight from France, and then seven from US, seven from
1: Holland, so pretty close. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a lot closer than I kind of expected, too. I yeah. thought uh, France would have been just even higher, to be honest. Yeah. So.
0: France, like, I think, killed it in terms of overall medals, but World Champs was really close, so it's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's really cool, actually. I mean, those those are the big three that have dominated the past. I mean, I don't know how many years. I don't want to say a number that's too high, but they've just been in control. So shows they still are.
0: I think seven for the U.S. in France on a French track is is really good. Like, I wonder how it changes if it's in the U.S. How many, how many world champs are from the U.S.?
1: you got to think of more, hey? Got to yeah. think it switches. It reverses roles almost.
0: I think so, yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. But that is impressive. I feel like, I mean, how much have people, maybe even us included, talked about how Europe seems to be more evolved or just steps ahead of the U.S. in racing these days? But, hey, look who just won. Like, Look at the numbers. The numbers don't lie.
0: Yeah, and I think if you look at who has the fastest amateurs in terms of wins, I think the U.S. does. Because you look at Cedric, Sean, and Ava, I mean, they won like the probably – probably the hardest amateur classes to win because they're like getting a little bit older right before they turn junior. So like those are stacked classes and the U.S. won those. So that's, um, yeah, it's really impressive.
1: It seems like, Adam mentioned this to me, actually, and I kind of noticed, I picked up on it after the fact, but it almost seems like the U.S. um, at the younger ages, like I'm talking younger ages now, are like more, more advanced in the racing life, whereas the Europeans are more advanced in the skills. A little bit seems like because they maybe the europeans work on the skills more versus u.s just race 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 and i was like it's interesting i like, mm-hmm. kind of see that
0: yeah it is interesting i wouldn't be surprised if they focus a bit more on skill development i think at that young age in, in, and yeah. uh, in france you're probably race a little less and in the u.s they race a bit more so you probably just naturally gravitate to what you do more obviously yeah
1: exactly so. you see the same
0: in hockey like especially growing up in hockey in north america you do more play more and like practice more kind of systems in that where in europe it's more skill development so it's kind of the same thing i think
1: i listened to the old uh wayne gretzky the Wayne O podcast and spitting chicklets they were talking about the new age of hockey how you know people don't really play pickup anymore they don't just you know it's a little different different so just like anything any sport it's always evolving
0: yeah and amateur racing is so competitive like it people are starting to train younger and younger and honestly like if you want to if you want to win a world champs or want to win big races you have to be you have to be training there's no other way around it because all your competition is like you can't go there and just rely on your your talent it's not good enough like even at a young age you need to be you need to be training to win those
1: races dude it's nuts hey like just even from like when we started or like in, in in the pro class i mean the people that are coming into the classes now are already so much more developed because they've been training since they were like 13, 14. Yeah. So it's like they've already made such big jumps at the younger ages, instead of like making those big jumps when they're like 18, 19, 20.
0: Yeah. You see the ones with, with like some structured training and, and a good coach that can help lead them in the amateur ranks. Like it makes a big difference at those races.
1: Does you hear that people need to go to coach Get Get a coach today.
0: I mean, yeah, if you're looking tornag,
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's true.
0: Like this, like the sport just keeps getting getting um, more competitive every year, and you need to, if you want to win, you need to stay on top of it. You really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. All right, we're getting to elites. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is there anything more like before we just hop into the action? Is there anything more we need to touch on? I think we can kind of hop in. Hop
0: in um, the semifinals. You want to start there?
1: Yeah, let's go for that first
0: holy smokes are they entertaining so i'm gonna start with u 23 go bear semifinal did you see him in the semifinal come from sixth dude yes put on a clinic on the second and third straights
1: holy smokes i thought he was done out of it gone like i was like heartbroken already i was like no way yeah. he's getting back into this and then it just felt like slowly just classic chipping away chipping away he comes around the second turn i'm like this kid's got a shot
0: <laughs> yeah and then railed around someone on the last turn it was it was nasty
1: yeah, the, I think it was the Danish guy or something. Like, went yeah. to get under them and get, like, in their kitchen like you did, and then to just hold it down that third straight, too, damn impressive.
0: Yeah, so for, yeah, to come back like that, he, I think he kind of blew his start and was was off the back, and I was like, oh, I don't know if he's going to make it. And I was watching him. Um, but, yeah, he never panicked, never, like, looked stressed, just kind of plotted his way around, found a way, and made it in. Oh, good for him. It was impressive, right?
1: Mm-hmm. He didn't – I got to say, he didn't look like uh, – the the gobert was saw in glasgow like it felt like glasgow mm-hmm. he was he's just a little bit ahead of everyone it, it just seems like he was maybe off just a little bit this week then which yeah tough but obviously he made it work on the track which is cool
0: yeah he was a bit off didn't seem like he had quite his best stuff like he did at the at the first couple world cups but you know even a guy like that is an excellent rider because even if he doesn't have his best stuff he has other tools that he can rely on which i mean it shows he's a really complete rider because he he wasn't killing it off the start by any means
1: no he just kept finding a way though
0: yeah
1: um, another
0: thing i noticed the 23 semis we already touched on it was Ramirez valencia's move on jack davis it yeah. was um yeah there's I, I felt heartbroken for jack too you know he's a square dude good rider yeah um
1: yeah man he yeah because jack was looking good so i hung out with jack a lot when we were in uh, akron so that's where i finally got to know him a little more um but man he was ripping like i thought he was looking really good out there like he was fucking flying off the start, and so when he was in fourth, I was like, "Let's go!" Like he seemed like he was he had it locked almost. And then, I mean, when you got a Columbia behind you in a turn like that, I mean, it's tough. It's really tough. It's like there's so little you can do at that point.
0: Yeah, it's just real tough out there. <laughs> it's really tough out there.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, very feel, honest. I felt,
0: at the, yeah, I felt bad for Jack too.
1: Yeah, it's like there's I nothing- feel bad, but on the other hand, man, what a move! Like. Yeah. You got where give credit where credit was due. That was like, that move wasn't given to him.
0: There's all, there's nothing more heartbreaking than getting passed like that in a semi or something.
1: No. Cause after that, there's nothing you do. And it's just the last turn. You're like sick. Well, it's the last straight. What am I going to do now? Yeah. So um, tough.
0: Another impressive ride I saw in the semis was Meryl from eight in the semi.
1: Oh, she did do it from eight in the semi too. Didn't she? Yeah.
0: Yeah, she did look really cleanly from eight.
1: Yeah. She was um, subtly getting herself into every position that she did. It felt like it wasn't like she was the, you know, star hole shotting. She was just always in there where she needed to be.
0: Yeah. And like we talked about before, she doesn't seem like she's someone who needs to race beforehand to be sharp. And like she showed it, she looked really sharp and does hasn't looked like she hasn't raced much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, hit was with some more semi stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't have the semis written down here. I remember what happened. Other what than I Jeremy going was- out. Oh,
0: I say Menon Wienstra, fourth in the semi two, like got in the main. Just this is just her new normal.
1: It's what she does now, hey?
0: This is what she does. She finds a way in the main and she made the main again, just like we talked about. So, hell of a ride for her, hell of a year she's having. Um, I look for her to get her a, a big podium here soon.
1: I think, I think one is like around the corner. Um, I think it'd be crazy for the Dutch national team not to pick her up if that's something she wants. I don't know, or if that's something I think we
0: I think we petitioned to have her on the team like yesterday.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, well, I think she deserves it at this point, right?
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know the details of it either, but with the World's Final and her performances, I, if she wants to, I'm sure she'd be on it next year, I would think.
1: You ever? Yeah, I would think so. Do you ever wonder if you're in this situation like her where she's like, she's clearly really comfortable with what she's doing, her program she's been running, it's been working, do you just stick with it or stay with it because you know it's, it's what you're comfortable with and what you know is working?
0: i'd say if you're making like i mean if you're like making if you're, good money, if you're making like good money with it and stuff then yeah but if not then i mean i think you just go with the national team like for one jaspers knows what he's doing he's a really good coach so yeah, uh, yeah really strong plus i mean you just get everything paid for and you get a salary so it takes a lot of stress off financially if if you're not already getting that but if I don't know if you're already getting, if you're already okay financially and making a living and having everything paid for it, probably better stay off because you have much more freedom to do what you want.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of the counter argument, I guess, to that, to switching to the team.
0: Yeah. Um, oh. but I thought it was really cool. So she was the second semi. So Andrea Escobar yeah. made the semi. First of all, good job to Andrea making the semi too. Um, but yeah, so she didn't make it out of the first semi and they showed on the feed, like Menon came across the line of super happy, whatever. And Andrea obviously didn't make it, but was, he had a huge smile and gave her a huge hug. And it's just cool to see, cool to see the sportsmanship and friendship.
1: That is really cool. Yeah. I think um, that's something that a lot of us, I think would have a tough time doing no matter how good of a friend it is. If you've just had a race that didn't go your way, it's tough to be able to just turn that frown around and just like, go be supportive right away because. You're just in such a dark place at the time. But I got to say, like, Andrea seemed, she seems like somebody that can, that is just very positive, doesn't, you know, worry about it, doesn't worry about the stress of those kind of things. Like, if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. She'll just be happy for her for friends. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So I thought that was a really cool and selfless moment. And yeah, cool to see the friendship.
1: BMX is great. One, great one to share. Yeah. Great one to share there.
0: Um, another ride in the semi stood out to me was Gonzalo Molina's semi.
1: Dude, he was <laughs> no. on it. He on was it. on the gas. How is he just he very much is one of those guys who is just either, you know, I don't want to say just not nowhere, but like if when he's on it, he's just there and on it and in the oh, mix yeah. all he, the time. It's crazy. He's on
0: it, he's one of the very fastest guys. He really yeah, is. Yeah.
1: So it was cool
0: to see. I feel like I haven't seen him up at the front much. So it's for him to get, you know, find his way into fourth in the semi. Um, yeah, he rode he rode a hell of a lot.
1: Yeah, that was. I don't remember the semi, but I remember him throughout the day just being really quick. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
0: I felt uh, felt for Jeremy, too, Ren Carell. Like, fuck, he was looking so quick all day. starts on yeah. it. He was getting down the hill so fast. And he was in a good position to make it, too, and he just came out. And I don't know if he, like, tried to – if he didn't get a great drive out of the corner, if he just tried to push down too much. But case the shit out of the first pro jump, had to roll the second and was obviously done, which, yeah, devastating.
1: That's rough because, yeah, like you said – Man, his starts were on fire. We always oh, talk about his one-two threes being just next level. Pushes the cranks like no nothing else, but he was flying down the hill.
0: Yeah, and I don't—I didn't look at start times, but just by watching, I think he was probably one of the fastest guys up, like to the kink.
1: I would think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was what semi two. He was lane one, so he was he was running the hot, hot lap times too. So yeah, was it semi one or semi? Yeah, semi two. Yeah, Hills <sighs> was pulling two in the semis. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we'll get to. Your boy, your boy, Pills was on it. Pills was on it. Um, Pills' leave of absence that he took earlier this year to you know get his everything's reset clearly has paid off again.
0: So, so he posted. I think it was like last week. He posted like some like some AP merch he has, and I was like, I just commented like, bro, I need one, like one of his hats. And he's like, give yeah. me an address. So I sent him my an address. I think he's sent me an AP hat. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I love guess it. And one of the last headlines I had from the, the semi was um, Nick not making it out. Like, good start, but just kind of got hung out wide. And he actually, I don't know if you saw, but he full-on double pedal manual the second jump, which was pretty impressive. Really? <laughs> yeah, trying to get across. And he had a good first straight, but kind of what I thought was going to happen, like in those later rounds, semi-main, I there's just not enough track to get all the way across, enough time, and he got pushed up and didn't make it.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I I think... It was always going to be tough to hole shot from the outside. I thought he still went, might have been able to salvage the top four and make it through, but obviously it was stacked as hell. Um, I can't remember. Was he just not in the top four of the first turn? Do you remember,
0: like he in the like, semi? He was. I think he no, he was like second into the turn, second or third. But then he got pushed okay. up and people went underneath, and then you just yeah got yeah. shot and didn't make it.
1: That turn seemed to be pretty banked. Um, I never got to ride it. Never got to ride the track. But the turns seemed to be really banked so that like a lot of people were ripping the low line. Like they were going lane one flooring it and almost, I don't I don't want to say low, low, but they were carving low. And I just feel like it's tough when that many people are willing to go low and you're stuck in outside on the outside um, puts them in a tough position out there. Yeah. So that
0: was, that was disappointing to see him go out because it would have been cool to obviously have him in the, in the main and I'm sure the crowd would have liked to see it and everything. Have It's yeah. cool to have the world champ in the main again.
1: Yeah. It really is. Hey, yeah,
0: I I think, I don't know. Do you, do you think they should be able to wear the rainbow Jersey in at race day at the world? Mm,
1: Great question. Um, well, I don't even remember.
0: Was he wearing one?
1: He was right. No, you, yeah, you wear the number. Yeah. yeah. Um, but not the rainbows. My initial instinct or reaction is like, no, you shouldn't wear that because as soon as the race starts, like, uh, that year's champion is going to be crowned. So you are not the champion. You were like, yeah. So, but it would also be cool to always know, you know what I mean? And like that thing he did with Simon after, where he he gave him his jersey and then jersey didn't jersey swap, but he gave him the his rainbows jersey. It's like it would be cool if he had to take it off to give to somebody at the same time too.
0: Yeah, it'd almost be cool just if they did wear it, just everyone knew, and it's kind of like you got a target. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but also like if I guess people should kind of know like that's what the ones for. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. So it's like yeah. Yeah. obviously it's not as visible but it's like you should know that's the big number one it's like okay yeah
0: yeah um oh. yeah tough go tough go for romaine he obviously went up before the semi but yeah it's pretty yeah it's too bad to see romaine go out early
1: Man, it was brutal like he um i didn't see how it happened but he clearly just i guess i think he blew a clip going around the turn somehow like i think it was kind of going into the turn he got a little weird into the first turn and then coming out just blew a clip but fuck it's just one of those times it's like seemed like he was just getting started classic like he should have been top two in that race probably would have had a fast lap time i could have seen him going top two all the way through to the finals you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah. um tough to see seem go early but that yeah. is bmx right there shit happens um
0: But yeah, getting into the, getting into the mains, the U23 women. So it was obviously between, (laughs) between the three women who have filled the podiums this year. Um, Maylene rode great, like overall good start in the main. Um, Rode really clean on the jumps, pretty flawless lap, didn't make any mistakes. So she's had an outstanding year, European champ, I believe, World Cup winner, World Champ, like she's, yeah, she's killing it. It'll be interesting to see too, like when she decides to turn up to elite now.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested to see that. I w- I kind of feel like it's going to be at the end of this year after the World Cups now. I think that'll be the thing for what I'm calling, like, um, yeah, well, I would call, like, all these ladies that are kind of battling up front in Utah. I could see moving up after the year just because, like, now they have the World Cup title to go after. You want to try to go after it now as well, maybe? Yeah. Do you, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I yeah, agree. I think it it would be a mistake to go up mid-year too. Yeah. That was
1: exciting though. What a race. I mean, Molly obviously pop went off in that final. I think we knew it was kind of like the win seemed like it was going to be kind of between those two girls. Um, I think the two extra players in that mix were going to be the Swiss girl, not the one who, the Swiss girl who crashed. I don't remember her name, unfortunately. Bad look on our part, my part. Um, but also even Teagan out Nate, I thought she might've just been a, an underdog for that, going to the turn like that. Anyways awesome race between the two down the first straight. God, I wish Molly just, it was so close on those first two jumps. Hey.
0: Yeah. Molly had a good start and was ahead. And I think if she, if she was more aggressive down the Hill over the first jump, she probably could have moved over and maybe whole shot it. But, um, yeah, great race between them and congrats to Molly and Tegan third and fifth for team Canada. Awesome result.
1: Yeah. Really cool. It's it kind of like, if you watch it, it kind of seemed like, um uh, Maylene just kind of almost came out of nowhere. Like I thought Molly had it. Um, I thought maybe like maybe she bobbled on the first jump, and I was like, oh, she still got it. And then over the camelback, I guess Millie must have just carried so much more speed off the first jump because she kind of just um, like carried way more speed over the camelback and over the triple.
0: She's got some elite track speed already, like a definitely elite speed around the track. Like hardly ever makes a mistake. Really good on her bike. Um, There's
1: not a lot of bobbles, hey.
0: None. Like she's really clean around the track. Uh, I yeah. yeah, she's already elite fast around the track for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool yeah
0: good battle with those three it's, it's gonna be good to see the rest of the year too
1: i like how it's like that they have like a that's cool yeah a rivalry it's like the rivalry i'd consider it now it's
0: cool because yeah. everyone got to follow them for the world cup so everyone kind of knew everyone knows going in who the u23 players are too now like the elite class and it's almost like there's a bit more separation in the in the U23 elite women than there are for sure in the, the elite women class so you kind of know probably where the world champs coming from whereas in elite women there's like eight, eight women that can win yeah yeah so it's cool to see like you know who's who's like legit battling for it
1: yeah exactly yeah because like talked about it before where it's like when it was the junior classes you really don't have any idea because you don't get to see them battle at all <laughs> just you know, no clues. No clue. No idea. <laughs> no. So it's no. like this one is like, this one you actually get to know. You're like, okay, I know who the players are coming in. So,
0: um and the, uh, so the U23 men's side, that Molina Garayon battle, holy crap, what a race that was. That was something.
1: Dude, talk about, like Leo, talk about getting the crowd behind them just erupting. Holy smokes, what a race. That was awesome.
0: That whole shot by Molina was like out of the planet good yeah
1: he's fucking quick hey eh?
0: he smoked him i remember like i, I kind of one of the first times i saw him ride more or less was probably in tulsa on the feed like when he was actually racing elite men and i was like fuck this guy's so fast like he was hole shotting and, and battling with some top elites so yeah. i'm not overly surprised he whole shot at the main but kind of surprised to have him hole shot the way he did like clean out in front not even close yeah
1: yeah like it seemed like it was why does he feel like it's just like Gonzalo and Molina? I know it's like they have <laughs> the similarities where it's I like when it's, they pop one off, it's
0: they, really similar. They're,
1: yeah, they're like a bike ahead, and he did that. Like, what a time to come through! He was clearly. I think it was um, what round was it? I think it was the very first moto. I want to say that both of them were in the same rack too, Leo and Molina, and I think Molina got him too, and I think maybe Leo passed him on the track. I don't exactly remember. Um, could be wrong about that. Um, but the fact that they get back to the final, Molina pops it off. Leo's right behind them too. Crazy.
0: Yeah, that move in the second turn was awesome. So the camera, the camera angle was like right at the exit of the turn. So you saw them like lock elbows and come out of the second turn. I was like,
1: oh my god, how they did not crash going into the rhythm section. I do not understand. They were full on <laughs> locked bars.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, that was a good move by by Leo.
1: That was a cool uh, the the angle where you can see where he splits the two, like he goes behind Molina cuts under him. And then um, Ramirez was in third, like hunting, but he just tees up Ramirez to get a, to get under Molina it was pretty cool. I love that.
0: Yeah. And so what a moment for him, man, to win, win a world championships in France. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing. Will, I mean, that's going to be a career highlight for the rest of his life.
1: Yeah. a hundred percent. Yeah. That's like, oh. What a moment, just after that too, like going back to the crowd, being with everybody, what a moment that must've been.
0: One of the cool things about the Worlds too, especially is just seeing the emotion from the winner. It's just like, they don't even know what to do. They're just like, they're just like, it's like, they just got
1: electrocuted. Yes, yeah, seriously, hey. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to do, but I am just excited as hell. I'm just gonna yeah. go wave my arms, scream, pick my bike up above my head, just do something. Yeah, it was, um, I was getting
0: hyped watching it. I was just getting goosebumps watching it. So exciting. Yeah,
1: it was a good race. Um, I don't know where U23 goes right here. It was a good race because, I mean, the other guys were going fast, too. I mean, Asuma looked back on form. Um, Rico was flying. Um, There was a bunch of them I thought were in the mix there.
0: Yeah, and actually one guy we haven't talked about is Asuma. Like uh, He was super fast all of last year in U23, and so for him and also for japan to win a to win a world champ bronze is a huge deal
1: when's their last medal do you think in the men's
0: I don't, like i don't know like in elite
1: yeah i don't
0: Actually, know if i don't think ever
1: yeah that's amazing eh really yeah. cool
0: so huge oh. it's probably pretty big for um japanese bmx is to have a medalist at the world champs so that's awesome
1: they got quite a team coming through. Hey. Like I feel like they've done massive yeah. they've done a really good job with their development with the guys coming up into into the elite program now.
0: For sure. And especially like on the women's side, Sai is really good and has um, a good future heading. It's too bad she couldn't race this weekend. It's still hurt.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize she was still gonna be injured for this one, which is tough. I mean, that was still from Glasgow, isn't it? I think it was, yeah.
0: She was I was originally planning on having her on my riders of list or riders to watch list, but uh, she didn't obviously end up racing.
1: One of those ones you had to pull off, hey. <laughs> um,
0: so Elite Women, Holy Crap, Felicia, and Felicia, okay, two people I've written down as Felicia and Meryl, the first phrase they both had.
1: They were, they were on it, hey, holy, <laughs> holy I soul. mean, all, I mean, I, I thought, I'm trying to think back to, like, my instincts, like, as I was saying, because I thought Elise got out really well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think Felicia was going to get it to the turn at first, but after the landing of the first jump, she was just kind of gone.
0: You know, it was cool. It was like a legit drag race, to the turn. It wasn't like a, someone won to the first jump and then just kind of like rode it into the turn. It was like a legit who wants
1: it. Yeah. Straight up. I mean, you had like, and it felt like a couple different battles still, obviously, Zoe and Laura in one and two, um, you kind of felt like there was a battle who was going to get out between them. Zoe did. Then I had Elise there kind of in the middle with Mariana and then Felicia too. And it's just like, it was, it was, it was a drag race to the, to the first turn.
0: You know, what's cool about the women's class right now? Like you have, you kind of have two groups that are really close. You have like, you have like the Elise, Laura, Mariana, who have been front runners for a long time. And like Lauren, I would say Lauren Reynolds is in that group too. Like that kind of age of, of the class. Yeah. You have the younger riders coming in, like uh, Beth, Zoe, um sai even though she wasn't there saya obviously injured so you have like these two kind of ages of, of elite women and they're just all very similar speed yeah hey like i find the, That's I, I cool. find the whole thing is really interesting because it's cool to watch like the like kind of like the legends of the women's class still be in there fighting for wins but it's also cool to see now the younger women who probably looked up to them in the past yeah. are all battling now
1: Yeah, you're. It's right because it's there is much more of a distinction in the women's in that aspect than there is in the men's. I feel like too. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it's very much the big kind of the three and the women, with the kind of the younger ones coming in. Um, That's cool. I feel like they all bring something different to the table. Like the experience that like the Mariana and like Laura have, I feel like, is very different than kind of the energy that someone like Zoe has or um, just any of the younger ones coming in
0: yeah so it's I mean I feel like for Felicia too to win her first world title I feel like it's been a long time coming like I remember when she first came into elite late women and she was already killing races in North American stuff and should have won the Abbotsford World Cup and ended up crashing oh yeah had a couple of rough years and kind of you know came back the last few years killing it um, I feel like it's just been a long time coming so I'm not surprised she's won one of these things like I always kind of felt like she would
1: yeah. I feel like even last year, we probably had her picked as a a front runner for the world last year and almost did it, um, ended up going down and it was kind of like, okay, well, she didn't get that one. Like one of these ones is coming. Like it was just a matter of time. It's one of those ones, it's a matter of time, not if, and I, to be honest, I will say like, I don't think many people, including myself really expected it this year, just because of her injury at the end of the year, we knew she was coming back. It's been, it has been, I guess, what, six months now, but after such a big injury, that's not, it's not the long, it's not a long time, especially with the girls just competing against. So then to, to do all that and to this be the kind of big breakthrough win being back, man, what a time for it all to come together. And I'm stoked
0: for our whole answer BMX team too. Like they've worked so hard with everything. To, so to have someone win the world championships on their stuff is huge and kind of funny story or cool story. I should say, like, I remember I was talking to John would have been like two years ago. Now I think when he, right bef- before they had signed Felicia, but he we were talking he's like yeah i talked to felicia like she seems like she's kind of like revitalized and seems super focused and very determined he's like i got a really good feeling about it And he told me like like they're working on a deal and whatever and it's just cool now like whatever a couple years later she holds the usa bmx title and and um world champ title like it's that's cool
1: no way i did that's so damn cool yeah yeah okay well so here's the thing now okay so Besides, that's obviously sick, but she has the two. So, what makes the Grand Slam now?
0: World Cup overall.
1: Okay. So there seems to
0: be a pause on the. There seems to be a confusion on the Grand Slam of BMX. We said it was World Champ title, World Cup title, and USA BMX or European title.
1: Yes, part of it I think is confusion on my part because I always forget the World Cup overall because that's like a series, and I, I feel like the Grand Slam is like race, like you have to win an event.
0: But then two of them, the only one that's not a series is the world champ because you have the world cup and USA BMX title.
1: Oh yeah, what am I saying then? So why does the yeah?
0: I guess so technically no. the European champ title is one day, but you kind of count you count that too. Yeah, yeah. So she all would right, need no,
1: the, I go back to what we said then. It's fine.
0: But then someone, yeah, I can't remember who it was, but someone was tweeting us about the Olympics. So the Olympics is its own thing. We don't count it part of the Grand Slam.
1: Yeah, I agree. And all the other sports like tennis, golf too. It's its own thing. It's not part of them.
0: Yeah, and we're just like tennis and golf, pretty
1: much the same yeah. sport. So. Pretty much the uh, same level.
0: It's just like 1A, 1B right there. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, anyway, for Felicia, really, really cool.
1: Yeah, answerBMX.com, get yours today.
0: Uh, what was that? Oh, yeah, ssquared.com, answerBMX.com, get yours today.
1: You know oh, where to go. Oh, yeah, um,
0: that one. But, yeah, Meryl as well, Miss Bronze. I mean, she's just, just, just painter in, in bronze.
1: She's just everything she should have should be bronze. She did it a year and one day after her bronze at the Olympics too. Unreal. That's just a wild stat.
0: But yeah, so consistent the last couple of years. It's just stepped up and delivered like in the biggest moments.
1: Honestly, yeah. And I, I do think it is wild that, like you mentioned, like, she doesn't really seem to need to race a lot to do it. She's very good yeah. at taking her time off, getting her training, and she comes in prepared and she just does her, does her business, gets a result. Seems like have, clockwork almost like I should have looked
0: this up before too, but how old is Zoe?
1: Uh, oh, great question. She's gotta be in the 20 to 21, 22 range. 22 I was gonna K. say she, she
0: could be racing you 23, right?
1: Yeah. Trying to think, when was she junior? Um,
0: 2019, probably. That's a good question. I don't I don't remember now. Yeah. Wasn't she first year late in 2020? Or was she junior? I think so? No, I think yeah. so. You know, it's crazy. Like she could race U23.
1: Yeah. Man, she was on. I heard some insight like afterwards now from uh from her coach, Liam, Prince Liam. But man, she was apparently she was flying in training before this. Like flying she the has test stepped at it. She was flying at the test track. And she, I mean, she delivered when it came to the real track. I mean, she has been going, she stepped it up off the starts so much this year. It's mm. nuts
0: yeah and i mean she's so young still like as she gets into her mid-20s she's just gonna keep getting stronger and stronger and get her like full-grown strength she's not at her she's not even close to her ceiling yet which is the scary part for the other women
1: yeah that is scary too especially with somebody like herself who has a lot of skill on the bike already too
0: um yeah camille mare i think she was in fourth and then crashed in the second corner for imagine that her in that spot
1: she's always in that range isn't she <laughs> always in that range
0: imagine that camille in the 4 to 5 range going for a podium imagine that
1: weird it's just like that's just where she lives that's just her zone she's where she feels most comfortable
0: yeah that is her that is her zone um, but she, she was right there battling or wanting to get on the box so yeah world's main in france and battling up battling for for the podium and honestly i feel like at that point if you get 4th or i mean you'd rather a 4th than 8th but like you might as well just go for who cares
1: yeah i was gonna say at the same time her going for a fourth and crashing is probably better than her going for a fourth and just getting a fourth
0: like yeah it doesn't really matter
1: no i don't think so either no so
0: anything else oh i guess yeah big story we forgot to touch on was bethany not making out of the semi she was my yeah pick. that was a
1: yeah yeah that was a tough one to see honestly i think i think it was shocked a lot of people she wasn't it wasn't like she was off the bat it wasn't like she was uh looked off form she looked really she looked yeah fast as hell um the first day in the semi even out of the start um just a little bit just missed that little bit little mistakes i guess but i don't remember how she didn't end up making i think she got did she get bumped a little bit
0: i honestly can't remember either yeah um mariana rode really smart too like hit the gate pretty hard in the semi i think was was off the back but just rode really smart like positioned herself well in the first corner got in the top four made the main um yeah just a veteran doing her thing
1: always in that she's always in those tight spots very comfortable in a riding too someone who i i agree like think laura's lauren is in that position too a lot of the time gets in a tight spot very comfortable this time of course she went out in the semi crashed but uh i thought i thought she was flying this weekend
0: yeah, yeah. Shout out to our answer S squared teammate at yours today, Lauren Reynolds, was in a in a position to qualify for the main two and fucking ate shit. Dude,
1: so, yeah, they her and uh Gabby, they slammed. Oh man, yeah. So,
0: so she like a cotton cotton gnome woman's land. I will say, like she was in the air and clipped. I can't remember whose wheel she clipped. Like was it me? It was Camille's? Maybe I can't remember.
1: I want to say it was Camille's.
0: Yeah, she clipped her back wheel in the air, and I mean, that's nothing you can do. It's just...
1: Dude, yeah, Lauren came out of the the first turn with so much speed. Like, she got put high in the turn, was ripping around it, came out flying. So that was going to get a little hairy, I think, no matter what.
0: She got out well in the semi, too. Like, got out well, drive down the hill, I think, with Elise. Um, Yeah, just a bummer. I mean, that's just the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed.
0: All right, so we just had, a, we just had ourselves a pro-gate piss break. The excitement, um, you know, we just had to take a break. So um, we're, we're into the elite men main, which is um, in recent history, I think the most exciting race we've had in a while.
1: Dude, talk about just action from the start gate all the way to the finish line, I felt like. So Holy first, smokes.
0: First of all, four French guys in the main out of eight elite men. Like, that's, that's something.
1: That's phenomenal on their part. You know, we talked about, like, would it give them a little – would it give them the energy boost? Like, would they – the nerves be running high? Clearly, it helped them, I think. They were all on form this weekend, I thought.
0: So, yeah, Sylvan, Joris, Arthur, and Eddie. Like, and with any luck, they would have had Jeremy. They could have even had five in there. Um, yep. What a thrill for the home crowd of four French guys in the Elite Men, May.
1: Crazy, man. They were yeah. just – they must have just been loving life like the guys Uh, in the gate there when the crowd was going nuts for them that must have been just one of the best things of their life
0: and so for sure there's a couple guys who like could have been in there and weren't but I think overall like besides like honestly off the top of my head besides like Nick and Jeremy I think the eight best guys made it
1: I agree yeah I agree I think I mentioned to you like the one guy I kind of thought might have been in there would have been Diego Arbleda who was an upset off day one if mistake but like on day two the guys that were going the quickest seemed to be the guys that actually made the way all the way through Other than the germany too
0: yeah like if you make if you before the race you're to make like a list of 10 to 12 dudes like i think the eight came from that pretty much so that's cool
1: yeah yeah that really was yeah
0: and it's like if you there's a lot of luck you need in bmx for certain things but at the end of the day like the, the mains always see the familiar faces
1: true we talk about BMX being one of the most wild sports, like unpredictable sports, which a lot of it is unpredictable, but the top guys do always seem to be in the mix.
0: Yeah. So. Um, I don't even know where to, I don't even know where to begin on this main. I think I'll start, I'm going to start with Sylvan in one.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I think it's a fair place to start because I don't really know either, like the amount of stuff there is. Like go with Sylvan. start with him.
0: So I think around the track, throughout the whole weekend, I think around the track, Sylvan was for sure fast. The fastest guy i can't remember i think it was the first day when he won his eighth or whatever was the lap time was fucking unbelievable yeah the time like he was like half a second faster than most guys who won their lap he looked so good around the track and his starts were really good also like he whole shot a lot of laps a couple i think one lap camera which like arthur got around him and then he passed arthur down the second straight and got second to Neek. i think it was the quarter maybe yeah. um but then yeah lane one in the main he got out really well good drive down the ramp and it's kind of weird, like over the first jump, obviously he's trying to jump it low and get on the gas. And I watched the replay from multiple angles. It was hard to tell, but it looked like he clipped his rear wheel and then just jackknife to the right, obviously ending his race, which is devastating because I think if he so hypothetical, but if he just gets, if he just got the backside, I think it was his race to win. I think he whole shots and then just runs away with it.
1: It was a razor's edge. The amount that he like, dude, it was nothing kind like, of it, clipped his tire, got off balance with the pedal. and what?
0: It looked like at first I watched it, it didn't even look like he cased. It was so, like, minute.
1: Yeah. It's just millimeters in BMX, which is wild. Um, Man, but, dude, he has gotten so much more consistent off the starts. Yeah. Um, Like, I feel like we always knew how fast he was, but the common thing was, like, he was always in the mix, finding his way through, like, that's where his spot was. But now he's consistently hole-shotting races. He looks very comfortable doing so. But then he also has the track speed in case he doesn't hole-shot. Like right from the very first round of the the whole weekend, I think, in the elite class, was him and Gonzalo Molina. Gonzalo whole shot it, I think, think what, I, what I remember. Yep. Around the second turn, Sylvan was on his ass and ended up passing Gonzalo down the third straight, um, which would have made it an awkward line into the last turn. He kind of cut out a little bit, but then he floored it down the last straight, still had a fastest lap time. Like he was still one of those guys. He was hot around the track.
0: Honestly, I feel like if you look at overall, I think he was the fastest guy. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's there's so many. There's like the details are so tiny, and he made a tiny mistake and lost. But I think, yeah, like I think if he just lands that normally, I think he wins, no problem. Yeah,
1: yeah It's, it's uh, with regards to the lap time, like it doesn't surprise me that he was getting those times. Like he was one of the ones I saw in practice doing more efforts for, on the third and the last straight, like getting every bit he could out of those little tiny rollers down the last straight paid off for those lap times.
0: And at this point in his career, he's so dialed. Like he, he never, you never see him make huge mistakes off the start or around the track. He handles any situation well, whether he's in lane four or eight or one, like lane one with the worlds in France, knowing you can win, that's not an easy situation to deliver. And he had a great start and just made a tiny mistake. Like like it's, you can't even really call it a mistake. You can call it a mistake on the first jump, but it's just like such a small thing that he, He unfortunately did and and lost the worlds.
1: Dude, so small, like, yeah. We'll call it a mistake, but I get like it's hard. It hurts to say that because it was so minute.
0: It was so I I feel so bad for him. Like I wanted him to win, and I thought he would, and yeah, just I know how upset he'd be with um yeah with the chance he had and not. But man, I'm proud of that guy. He wrote so well, and I hope he just enjoyed enjoyed everything about the worlds.
1: Yeah, I hope I think so too. I hope so too, and I think he did for sure. tough it was tough to see that when he he's one of those guys that you always say like, around the track he will be in the mix you'll find a way to be in the mix and like isaac is one of those other guys and the two guys didn't even get to those two guys didn't get to race the track really because they <laughs> no. got caught in the mess
0: yeah pills and isaac they they fucking ate shit yeah
1: they did too pills got out good in there too
0: he did he did get out good but there's just there's no room like this ran out of room yeah and, I mean, he, I mean, Sylvan, yeah, unfortunately got loose and jackknifed right, and then their races were over.
1: Um, in them out, basically, unfortunately.
0: But yeah, Pills did get out. Like, he was threatening down the down the first straight, too.
1: Lane two oftentimes isn't an easy lane to get out of, I feel like, as well. I think it's
0: the hardest one.
1: Yeah, because normally, like, you have the pressure on of, you know, the guy in one having room. So you have a little extra pressure to try to get out better than him. But so you then three is normally a little freed up because they know you're, if you're in lane two, you're going to be going left. Yeah. And then, so they get out a little more free. So it's just, it's tough. And he got out still though.
0: I've, I've always found lane two was the hardest because, I mean, first of all, you're between the two other fastest guys, the guy in lane three typically has a bit more, bit more room. And the guy in lane one obviously has a meter to the other side of him. So, <laughs> you're, you're in a tough spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He made it work for, for that good portion of the Hill there.
0: So the other guy I want to talk about initially is Eddie. So Eddie came out of eight, obviously and the way the race played out, he should have
1: won. Honestly, I there was a a good portion of that second straight. I thought Eddie was about to become world champion. So he like with Sylvan's mistake, like there's Eddie should have won. I think hands down he
0: he lost the race i think himself like he came out obviously great start from eight missed all the carnage was pulling was ahead to the corner kai came underneath whatever and kai's kai left him a lot of room like kai was really nice in the first corner to him yeah um and you can see on the video obviously his tire skipped out kai so he didn't get a good drive so eddie came around the top clean drive all he had to do was jump the second straight like somewhat normal and clean and he Easily passes Kai because he didn't have much speed. Simon wouldn't have passed him, and he, I think, wins the Worlds. What I think happened, in my honest opinion, he came out of the turn, jumped the first one, realized he, <laughs> realized he was going to win the Worlds, and got super shocked by it and panicked a bit and jumped the second straight, like floated it, leg locked, and then the guys passed him and the shot was done. But, yeah, I think if he just jumps fine and normal, he wins.
1: I, I Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, he must have come out of that first turn with so much speed world championship the adrenaline's pumping you coming around the first turn knowing that it's like you and another guy when kai's kai's tire skipped out like before i realized that like kai's tire skipped out i thought kai was winning out of the turn i was like mm. kai's about to do it yeah. and then as soon as you see eddie have all that room to just drive out of the turn i was like no way like if you're coming from the top of the turn with that much speed it's like we know eddie's a skilled rider he's like i was like he's got this he's about to just blow by him and then it just I don't I didn't see his landing on the first jump, but then the second one I think is when he really floated, right? It got a little too high unfortunately. Yeah. and then Kai really just sucked it up and it was just like that jump must have had felt like it took minutes for Eddie to touch the ground. just knowing yeah. that it was like he was in that position. and then was, when somebody's below you, it just feels like you know the feeling. It's almost helpless. like get me to the ground. like I'm trying to get some yeah, speed yeah, yeah. again. And then it's just like you just see him coming underneath you, I'm sure. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So it looked
0: like, yeah, what looked like is he, I think he knew he could win. And there's a lot of pressure in that situation, tightened up, misjumped it, and then got past. And you know what? Like it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, for someone like Eddie, he hasn't been in the position to win a world champs or like a, a big race like that. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to ride like you know you can in the situation we've never been in it before like he hasn't dealt with that kind of pressure like a lot of those other guys have so sure. you know it happens to every rider like when you the first time you have a chance to win a big race whether it be a world cup world champs whatever you see how like a lot of guys tighten up and don't get the gate they they normally would in case the first jump whatever um mm-hmm. and that's how you learn and come back in that situation again and know how to handle it so i'm sure next time he's in that position he's going to be able to handle it but yeah it was it was his race to
1: win at that point yeah he's he's definitely somebody too that seems like he's learned from mistakes so like the things like this race it seemed like he was way more consistent off the starts in the lane in lane one or even from the outside whereas maybe other times he wasn't um and clearly he's made that better because he was good here so i mean he's going to probably take what he just learned from this one and be better for the next one too so
0: it's still oh honestly overall good race day for him like yeah if the way it played out no doubt it'd be devastating but like the race day was still awesome for him
1: yeah man i gotta think kai's gotta be feeling a little a little something too after that first turn skip out. because i feel like at the same time if his back end didn't skip out i thought he had that in the bag too just knowing how good he is around the track like he would have had so much speed out of the first turn he would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: What a nasty hole shot that was. That was sick,
1: dude. Talk about a guy who I felt I always thought didn't have the hole shots at all. He just had the track speed. In the past couple years, he's just a menace off the start.
0: He's so good under pressure, dude. If he doesn't, and like I think he mm, very well could have hole shot the Olympics if he hadn't taken the second jump to flat too.
1: True. True. Hey.
0: You know, like I think people forget about that, but like yeah, I forget about that. Yeah, right there with on the Olympics. That dude really delivers under pressure. Like I think he's a better starter when he needs to be, and when he has like in the main or a, or a semi or something, when yeah. he has to get out of the middle, he's clutch.
1: Like Kai is dude, clutch. He he thrives in between people. When he has first pick, he doesn't go one. Dude, I love he it. Always,
0: he, he's just a fucking gamer. Yeah,
1: and sometimes it's funny because. And one of the rounds, I swear, he went two. He didn't even go like his normal, like three, four, five, six. He just went two. He's like, I don't want one. I'll just go two. And it's like, what in the world? He's unreal. Yeah.
0: If if I had to pick someone to win the world championships in the next few years, like to actually get one, I think he's my pick. Like I'm, I'm confident that he'll get one in sometime in the next few years.
1: Yeah, he's got he's got a full package. You know what I mean? Like he does. He's done it for multiple ways already. So it's like you know he's. He's got experience already in those different situations.
0: He's just a horse, oh. too. He's so big and strong and so fluid on the bike.
1: Dude, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I saw – so I'm, we're at the after party. We'll get to that later. But then I, you just see, like, Nick, him, and, like, uh, Big Q stand next to each other. And I'm just like, "That's just some big fellas right there.
0: Just <laughs> some big dudes.
1: Yeah. Oh. Quentin Caleron was there? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who are you calling Big Q?
1: Uh, Quillian Isidore. Oh, door. Yeah, he's yeah. my big Q now because, you know, big, the, the original French big Q is not it. I thought Kellogg might have been there
0: because it was uh, French or uh, it was in France.
1: That wouldn't have been a surprise, actually, either. So, yeah, I should have cleared I, that up.
0: Side note, I, thought, I saw Marvin Muskin was there. That's cool.
1: Really cool. Yeah, So saw he was out there supporting the Frenchies and obviously the boy George, or Joris. So. All right. So now we'll get to the actual world champ, Simon. Unbelievable. This guy, Simon's <laughs> quads. Like, where do you start with him? Do you start with the fact that he went through the LCQ? Do you start with the fact that he had a major injury in Rock Hiller earlier this year? Like, he's just been chipping away slowly. Um, Papenal was his first World Cups back, performed well. And then, yeah, like I said, had to go through the LCQ the first day. Must have been annoying. And then just second day, wrote his balls off.
0: What a trend this guy's been on the last couple of years. Yeah, he's
1: been on an upwards trend hard, hey?
0: Wins his first World Cup last year, wins the World Cup overall title. Um, he yeah, just comes out this year, wins the world, And I think it goes, like, him and Felicia both had big injuries earlier this year and came back and won the Worlds. Like, it's a testament to show, yeah. like, how strong they are. I mean, they're obviously strong physically, but how determined and strong mentally they are, both of them. Like, true champions, especially because yeah. – Simon had to come from behind too. Like he's typically known as a really good starter and has an awesome first straight, but for him to come from third and win, like that's, and pass Kai and Eddie who are both phenomenal on the bike, good track speed, like good track awareness, all that. And to pass those two guys to win. I mean, way to do it, man.
1: Unreal. I was thinking about that too. Like in my head, like when I see Simon, I don't, like you always have riders, you picture something when you think of them. And when I picture Simon, I picture his starts. I really like his start form a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the instant I picture. I never really picture him making moves to win a race. Like, he's either whole hole yeah. shotting and he just stays smooth. And then, yeah, he this whole weekend it felt like, although he was still quick and smooth off the start, he was doing it from mid-pack a lot of the time, I felt like. Mm-hmm. What lady come um, out of four or five, maybe? Yeah, I'm going to go with – I'm going to say – I'm a, we should look. I don't remember.
0: I can't remember off the top of my head, but.
1: Um, Who was seven? Melina. Yeah, Melina. Who was seven? seven. And Kai was probably six. Something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head anyway.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, to do it from behind like that, like, not many people win a, a world championships from behind. Like it's not super common, probably. So. Yeah, showed he has the tools to do it from wherever too.
1: What an exciting second turn! Three wide into the turn and around it. Holy crap!
0: And he did a good job of like staying clean down the second straight. Like when he knew he could pass for it, like he made it happen. He, the yeah. moment wasn't too big, nothing like that. Like he stepped up and did it.
1: I think that's a tough spot to be in when you can see, when you can see the two guys ahead of you had, both making different kinds of mistakes with like a tire skip out, maybe a little overshoot, like. You're, you're in your head you're wanting to get greedy at that time. You want to just run it in there. Um, he's just clean, calm, cool, collected. Whole yeah.
0: Time. What I really liked too was um, Neek was at the finish line waiting to give him a hug. Like obviously Neek I'm sure was disappointed to go out in the semi but for him to be there and support is one of his good buddies. That's cool sportsmanship.
1: Really cool. Talk. How nuts is it that the, the world champ rainbow jersey is just going from one roomie to the other roomie? They're just tossing like across the bed. The bed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I just, it didn't um, travel
1: far. <laughs> didn't travel very far.
0: Next guy on my list is uh, Mr. day What a roller coaster of a lap that guy had. Are you kidding me? Dude, what what a roller coaster of a
1: few weeks that guy has had.
0: Oh my God, dude. First of all, blew the start. Looked like he smoked the gate last. And then just plotted his way around and yeah. ended up with what, his seventh world champs medal? What a legend. Uh,
1: I want to say 10th.
0: 10th. what do you mean 10 including time trial
1: oh maybe i was check i was referring to his post he said something about 10 but maybe that was 10 finals
0: uh, he's probably got 10 like racing and time trial
1: maybe there's a time trial I always forget to include those in i think that. We so went maybe through he included last... those
0: i think we went through his last show you medaled like 10 11 12 um uh, 16 uh, 17. 18 mm. 18, 19, so, or 18, 2022 20, so I think he's got 7, so probably with time he's probably got 10
1: seven. yeah, that makes sense, with, yeah, because it just says 10, yeah, medals, anyways, yeah, you're right
0: because we'll go with 7 racing world championship medals, I mean, that's that's, like, that's unbelievable
1: it's, sh- it's nuts, hey, I mean
0: I don't even know what to say, like, it's so, that, that stat alone is so impressive, I don't know what to say about it I think it just speaks for itself towards-
1: it's one of those ones it's like when Nick was going to his run with World Cup wins it's like it's so ridiculous that it becomes almost common that these, he's going to do it and you get less excited or you almost like you're more used to the, it happening that it doesn't shock you or it's not as impressive but it's like it is even more impressive that he keeps doing it
0: like it's so hard to to just win a medal at the world championships like besides the Olympics, that's the that's the hardest thing in our sport and most prestigious thing to medal at. And it's mm-hmm. a very short list if you look at people who have raced BMX like in especially elite, it's an extremely short list of people that have actually won a world championship elite medal and for him to do it seven times. Unreal. yeah, it is.
1: I don't care how many times I say that word it's unreal. it's crazy. Yeah,
0: I feel stupid saying it because there's nothing else to say. Like I don't know how to describe it accurately.
1: No. My, gra- my grammar is just not that deep to just use many other words to describe it.
0: So congrats to Joris. Like, obviously, I'm sure he would have, he obviously would have loved to get a great start in battle up front, but to win a world champ medal at home in France and with his uh, with his newborn, his family there. I'm sure Tegan was there. I mean, yeah, incredibly yeah. special to share that with the crowd and everyone.
1: I, I'm saying red helmet Joris is a threat. Be warned. He was wearing this red bucket and it looked frisky with the, the France kit. Be warned.
0: It's still weird seeing him without a Red Bull helmet. I think.
1: I agree. I don't like it. It looks weird.
0: I don't like, I like Red Bull Joris.
1: Me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Red Bull Joris. Red Bull Joris is,
0: I mean, yeah, it's Red Bull Joris.
1: You know what I, I always, I get caught doing is I think of Joris as like just a flat hill assassin, but he's got all these like world champ results on supercross Hills. So it's like, it's not that I forget, but it's like I, I give too much credit in one area where it's he really is good at both.
0: I, I think he's equally probably as good. I think the difference is I think he, there's a bigger gap between him and other people on flat hills. Like I think he can yeah more, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's him. I think it's just people. Like on a big hill, you can kind of. You can kind of compensate if you're missing like a little bit of strength and you're not quite as fast on a small hill. You can be typically a bit more competitive on the big hill, which I think is why people are closer to him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And why I think that too then.
0: But dude, he's yeah. been whole shot in Supercross since he came out of the womb. I mean, he's just he's always
1: he's always been, he's
0: been yeah. super cross on supercross.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah.
0: Oh, but man, what a that was an honestly main event for history. That was insane.
1: Dude, right from the get-go, you get the action. Like everyone, most people having good starts. Then you have the action of George from the bad start. You have the carnage over the, the kind of the first second jump, wild, an exciting first turn where you think two guys are going to win it, and then a third guy comes in to steal it from them in the second turn. All while George is hunting in the background and makes a move um, with Eddie in the last turn to snag a third. It's just like it was all the way to the finish line. Such about, a good race.
0: How about uh, how about the White brothers now too? Both of them have world championship elite medals—a silver and a bronze. That's really cool.
1: That is, that's really cool. I didn't think about that. Wow, yeah,
0: both brothers have medaled at the world champs in elite. Like, yeah. talk about a feat
1: there. Them boys be quick, eh?
0: Yeah, them boys from London are
1: quick. Ah, um, the little the ride out after the world champ or after, I guess all the the world champs is always so cool. But the elite men, I gotta say, seemed really really damn cool because it just felt like for one everybody was relatively healthy safe okay obviously there's a Mm -hmm. couple crashes there was okay so then it just there was like a mob of different riders around the track like waving to the crowd getting up from their crash waving the winner Simon coming throwing goggles around like Mm -hmm. there was just stuff happening everywhere that was what a special moment i just got goosebumps thinking about it that's the way it
0: should be at the World world
1: dude that's yeah that's a way to send it off like that's how you finish the weekend
0: like just a celebration of the riders and everyone's just celebrating together acknowledgement from the fans but but the show they just witnessed i mean yeah that's the way it should be
1: so freaking cool yeah what a weekend
0: yeah i mean for like the first the first like post-covid world champs fucking delivered
1: absolutely <laughs> holy <laughs> smokes
0: this was the best this is one of the best i don't know if it's just recency bias probably is because usually every world is
1: good but man this one was legit i feel like it's going to be hard to top right now yeah i don't know how glasgow is going to top this next year
0: yeah this one was really special oh my. kai Whitty, and glasgow would be big hey
1: that would be, that would be a topper i just feel like this whole venue it, everything about it worked out fantastic that it's just like it's i don't know how people are gonna it's gonna be tough to see glasgow do better than this
0: i think the french announcer michelle adds to it too it's just like when they switch it over to him and he announces in french he's he's got kind of like a really iconic voice in our sport that's just he, i don't yeah. know it adds to it a lot
1: how how long has he been announcing for because you're oh right God, i since think him, since i was a kid it's nuts he is like he is the voice of french announcing
0: he really is like, yeah, I remember the first time I went to Europe for the World Championships. pretty sure he
1: was announcing. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> 20 years ago, whatever it was.
1: It's like hearing Rich's voice when we're English. Like that's what right now. He's like the guy coming in for our commentating in English.
0: Yeah. So, man, I just, I loved everything about the racing. I thought it was phenomenal. I wish I would have been there in person.
1: That was a bad comparison. Max, is, Max we're talking about people, you know, out loud. Max is, you know, cluer. He's the guy for commentating a lot. I was thinking broadcasting when I was thinking of uh, Rich. Yeah, I
0: know what you meant. Yeah, um, but yeah. Anyways, Max, Max is just a legend. I just I love. He's that just. Guy. I love that he, guy.
1: He's always happy, enjoying it, loving life. His voice is just. His voice is electric. Electric.
0: <laughs> he's got a really. He's got a voice made for live commentating, and that's why he does his job, and that's why he does it with so many disciplines. And yep. I think I think the South African accent is dope, and it just adds to it
1: it helps that's that's a huge part yeah. of it huge i like that it's it. cool yeah it's, it's very easy to listen to
0: and he's just been doing it forever in our sport It'd be weird without him
1: oh, honestly yeah i would but the, the years uh, that he wasn't there uh, i feel like just, it was weird uh, yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's got some iconic lines doesn't he He
0: does yeah, yeah. I, you need that like having those like lines you know the announcers are going to say makes it fun
1: yeah. Yeah. He knows, he knows the nicknames of people too. Like, and I feel like he's made up some of the nicknames, like the little magician. I didn't, he make that up. Yeah.
0: yeah and he just knows his stuff. Like he knows the history of all the riders. He he's been around it for a long time. He does an awesome job.
1: Yeah. Really cool.
0: Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't get to race the two pallet socks.
1: Pretty brute, eh? <laughs> so like, brutal. I, I didn't even, I brought my bike all the way to France. I didn't even ride the track i didn't ride my bike on a track it's crazy
0: yeah yeah that's something
1: yeah i don't don't think we we need to dwell on it yeah a little bit of a joke if you ask me the whole system still that you know where we are but it is a joke yeah it is yeah
0: but okay we move on
1: um how's the after party it was okay i'm not I'm, i'm gonna say it's okay i'm not gonna uh I'm not going to give it a, you know, a raving score, but it was pretty good.
0: All right. Yeah. I, I yeah. wasn't
1: in the mix. I wasn't in the mix really this time around. Um, just, you know, obviously not being in the the most party, to party mentality, not being mm-hmm. able to race and whatnot. I, I still wanted to go. There's a bunch of Canadians wanted to go. I was like, I'll go hang out, have a few drinks, talk to people. I had actually some great convos. was talking with Liam for a bunch of time. Mm-hmm. Um, saw a bunch of the boys, talked to Tuan. He was there for a while, talked to him for oh, a yeah, while. so he was fun. there, yeah. Yeah, Um, but it's just like in a small kind of bar um, in like this industrial kind of area. Um, Just small bar-ish, but then just packed with BMXers. The music was not my music either. They were playing a lot of like zero rap. There were some other people as well, but not many. And just the classic the other people like just look shocked like what the hell's going on in my bar right now like what's going on there's, in my spot Who the there's fuck just are locals these people? that come
0: in there and there's just fucking 200 bmx pros in there
1: it's unreal like every face just kind of looks around like what's going on and like <laughs> I, they, there's like they, clearly it's like a hookah bar i don't know what hookah really is there's
0: I a bar, seriously
1: i think it is like i don't know what hookah is, is it nicotine or is it like
0: I don't honestly know exactly what it is but it's like yeah you just smoke like the flavored smoke I think I don't
1: know yeah so there was like part of that in like in the bar area too and it's just, like the guys are like sitting down on the couch smoking their hoop they just looked like looking at everybody laughing at a little bit of like the whole situation so oh uh, good
0: times yeah sweet
1: a um, couple people got thrown out um and, and then everyone kind of migrated outside that happened oh right on yeah that was entertainment I'm a, I'm not name spiller we don't you know what happens at the club stays at the club kind of deal but uh yeah
0: fair enough we can't we can't you know incriminate any of our fellow bmx no
1: no fuck that we wouldn't want to do that to our boys um we're not those people no but it was funny it was a good time um the world champs were in there for sure because i know that's a world champs too and i mean, I mean they were just there
0: well I mean, what else are you gonna do put on the Norma text and have a protein shake i mean of course you're gonna- <laughs> come on
1: come on yeah um Ended up walking home. Dude, Uber is just really not a common thing in France. They have another app, I think, that they use. So we're sitting outside trying to get an Uber for like 30 minutes, like still enjoying ourselves, talking, hanging out with people. I'm trying to get like an Uber home. I'm just waiting while we talk. It's just not connecting. So at one point I was like, fuck it. Grabbed a couple of the Canadians and we just hiked it home. Did you have a SIM card there? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I never used to get a SIM card at the races. But yeah, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a nightmare if you don't have one, you're trying to get home.
1: Nowadays, it's, uh, I feel like it, yeah, we never used to. Like years ago, I feel like when we were on the trips together, mm. since then, it's like a common thing. Every airport you land in when you get to a place, I just go buy a SIM card.
0: I don't know why I didn't. I feel like I just didn't feel the need. It was only a few days or a week. I just didn't really care, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that was it. Nowadays, I, I get like Wi Fi sucks sometimes and we do this all the time. I feel like I need to be in contact and do things yeah. that I just always have it. And honestly, if you're in a yeah. foreign country, it's just good to be able to use your phone. That's true too yeah it just is when you're safety. looking up places yeah. yeah just
0: for safety and i don't know for whatever yeah um anything else world champs related i think that's all i had written down
1: should we hit a couple of quick shots because we did oh, forget yeah. those in the uh oh, yeah. the preview show
0: yeah sorry about that we were pressed for time even though we had some
1: yeah <laughs> that was a combination we, well we i made that for for us Sorry, right. we took care of it did a, did a little social media quick shots it was fine so you know, oh, you wanted something? I'll I'll point out quickly while you're looking it up was kind of interesting. Yeah. So the track was that uh, classic. I don't. I'm going to say limestone gravelly surface, which is great for weather. Um, great in case it rains.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Before the oh, crap, 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 crap. Don't get this wrong, James. Don't get this wrong. I can't remember if it was the start of the day or if it was the start before the mains. It must have been. It must have been the day before the the final day so on sunday they were taking the gravel they were blowing the gravel off the track
0: oh that's cool to make it faster because they didn't need it obviously
1: i guess they're like at this point it's not going to rain we don't need the gravel on why like i guess that's why so yeah they blew it off yeah i would think it's probably
0: they probably had it in case they had rain and obviously it was hot as fuck so they're just like well we don't need it. let's make it faster which
1: i mean i like that that's good yeah i was really i was happily surprised because i mean. That stuff can be a little slippery sometimes if you really want to look at the one flaw of it. So you take it that away, it's good.
0: The corners were paved, right? Yeah, they were. So they just paved the corners for the race and they're going to tear the track down?
1: Uh, yeah, I assume so, yeah. Hell of a budget. Hell of a budget. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. They, they got to be okay with it after what happened this weekend. I mean, it's, so, yeah. Imagine, yeah.
0: imagine those turns dirt, especially the last one. I mean, it'd be impossible.
1: Dude, that'd be nuts. They must have some good... <laughs> I keep I hate having to say this because I haven't ridden the track, motherfuckers. Um, (laughs) I don't know for sure, but that thing must have had some serious bank on it because the guys were flying through it. Did um?
0: Did you say they were blowing the gravel off?
1: They had like a leaf blower at one point. They were just blowing it.
0: Working on the gravel.
1: Yeah. At one point, they had to start like sweeping a bit of it or using another tool. But for a while, they, were, they had the leaf blower just right on it, like very close to the track. And it was very small sections at a time. But yeah, it was working.
0: Just industrial grade leaf blowers. I'm surprised that was strong enough to move the gravel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Scott Wire. Should we be annoyed that an event like Worlds doesn't get shown on ESPN, but Cornhole is? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, can... we absolutely should. You could say that about a lot of things that are shown on TV. I know in the past, like, I, I don't know about in the U.S., but I know in Canada, like TSN, which is basically ESPN in Canada, they've shown they've shown the world.
1: Wow, okay. I didn't even realize that, to be honest. I think yeah, I've like, heard that from you, but I've seen it myself.
0: In Rotterdam, when I got a silver, they showed the whole race day.
1: Is that because you got the silver?
0: I mean, I'm sure it didn't hurt. <laughs>
1: no.
0: <but> I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure it didn't hurt, but I would think they... I don't know. I would think they are probably going to show it anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that I Man, the sports become so much more mainstream. They got to.
0: But I know like even like Sportsnet, like, SportsCenter or Sportsnet, I mean, has shown like Worlds and Canada. So I don't know. Yeah, we're um, from Stacey Eden. Want to hear a fun fact about Stacey Eden? Shout out Stace. I, we, he's my age. We race each other at the Worlds and like when we were kids, like in Balkansvard in 2004, we were racing against each other. He's from... Um, kentucky no shit yeah right on he's a good dude what's up stacy is joris the only one with 10 elite medals has anyone even made 10 finals so yeah like we said he's it's, it's that's including time trial um and not to not count time trial but i don't know if you could compare that with now because there isn't an option to option for time trial like in terms of if you're going to compare medal counts do you think that's fair
1: yeah um I think that's fair, but it also goes to the same thing with double weekend World Cups. Right, It's okay. hard to compare like, no, so, but it's like both are the same to me. It's hard. You got to compare the same era of the same era. It's digest, Mariana, huh?
0: More Mariana between racing and time trial would have a lot. So would Laura. I just, I don't know how many they have.
1: Yeah, I definitely think Joris has more than them. Not combined, but like, I think they're ahead of, he's ahead of them. Um, but those two oh, would be next in line probably, yeah.
0: I'm sure in elite men, he probably has the most out of any Sylvan would probably be second because he's got some world champ time trial medals too. Yep. Like, I want to say Sylvan has in
1: time
0: trial. Sorry. I feel like he might've medaled in Birmingham 2012 in time trial. I'm not positive. And then I think he's got a couple more. Like, I want to say like God, I can't remember. Where else would he would have medaled. I feel like he's got two or three.
1: Yeah. Two. It's crazy. This is the first world championships for Sylvan in one, two, three, like five, over five years that he hasn't medaled.
0: And also with time trial, like you kind of don't remember who got second and third. You kind of just remember who won. It's
1: true too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I thought I thought we had a little uh, mishap on last week's show when you said Laura three-time world champion but I think you're assuming referring to her junior titles too.
0: Did I say she was three-time world champ?
1: I you said something I think so. The start so of the show she,
0: where she won the world she would okay, I'm so I my brain's just spinning right now. So where she won the world?
1: 2018 she won in Baku.
0: Okay. Is that I don't want to say only one, but is that the only one she has?
1: I think so, yes. In elite, yeah.
0: I said three time. I remember saying that now. Why did I say three time world champion?
1: I know, and I didn't know, and I I didn't know if that was. <laughs> I don't know why I, don't I, know. I, don't
0: know if I would have said three time world champion. Let's just done. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was drunk when we did this. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. <laughs> yeah, maybe I was referring to World Cup. How I many World Cup titles has she won? Three? No?
1: Oh, no idea dude
0: yeah i don't know okay I'm, I'm just i'm
1: gonna be honest i don't know
0: why <laughs> i don't know why i said three-time world champion so
1: who knows who knows at this point disregard <laughs> we have so many stats running through our heads right now when we do these shows that is I crazy stop, Jeff.
0: These people stop fucking winning so it's easier to- <laughs> um who is violent what's one thing that was unexpected that happened shocking moment
1: Ooh, Sylvan making a mistake on the track.
0: I would say Bethany going out in semis was pretty shocking, to be honest.
1: That's yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah,
0: um, I'm not like shocked, but I was surprised when Simon won. Not because I didn't think he could, but I just like the way this year's going. He wasn't my pick to win, so I'd say it was somewhat surprising to me that yeah. he won.
1: Yep, fair enough. Yeah, I was shocked when Romain went out too. That was a yeah. shock
0: from Dominic Ray. How many big dogs went out before semis for elite men? I think the notables like Arboleda, Neek, Jeremy, Romain off the top of my head.
1: Romain, I uh, Corbin.
0: Yeah, Corbin. Um, I mean, really.
1: Cedric Booty to me is a big name now.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ross went out early too. He's fast, but um, yeah, those people are probably the ones. Yeah. Where's
1: Resende these days? He's family guy now, I think. His dad, um, I think he's doing some mountain bike stuff. I think he... I don't want to say he's, he's the uh, designer, owner, I don't know. But he, he definitely helps with that Brazilian bike, bike brand, I think. Low-key, the Brazilians were flying. I, I think that's why
0: I thought of them, because I remembered some Brazilians. I thought I was in They were pulling. Dude, a couple of them were just like, out of nowhere, hole shotting, like or at yeah. least top two into the turn. I'm like, what's going on? Where'd you come from? Resende is just the OG Brazilian man.
1: Straight up, is yeah. Well, it's weird too. we not. We haven't seen Souza on the international circuit. Lately. That's another
0: guy I was wondering why. Yeah, um, I don't know if we said it or not. I think we talked about Molina in the semi, but shout out to Molina on a World Four and Elite Men. Huge result. Good for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really cool.
0: Um. Alan Young, over one day or two days? Mm, what Would you prefer the? Uh, I think. I think you just need to have it one. I think one day is better. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a little unnecessary during two days when the first day qualification is one moto and then LCQ.
0: The only thing I can think of is maybe they broadcast it both days on TV.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was, yeah. I, my word for it definitely just unnecessary. I felt like.
0: Yeah. But I think at the same time, like if I agree, but if it's for TV, like if you have two time slots on both days, then, I'm fine if we if as a sport like you have to adapt to be on the TV to do that. It's fine.
1: True. I would think they might as well just do uh, three motos (laughs) the first day then.
0: Three motos the first day.
1: Yeah, like three quality motos. I know like the guys. A lot of people would probably hate on that, but also just TV stuff.
0: Yeah, they just they they really gotten away from that, huh? Like a World Cups, World Champs, everything.
1: They just get tired of it, I think. Yeah. I guess it it is kind of. it is kind it's of. tough yeah it only benefits the mid-pack guys the top guys are getting an order because they're like well i'm gonna just skate my way through these and i'm just gonna do the bare minimum just to get to the next round kind of
0: i guess it's kind of like what's the point of th- if the same guy just blows his moto out three times <laughs> it's like yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. so um um uh, from, we kind of cover this, but Rod Rodie, Vanden Heuvel, what do you think about the four of the six world champs had an injury this year? I think it's a testament to them, like being true champions, like we said.
1: 100%, yeah. Th- there's something about coming back from an injury, you have a little extra motivation, sometimes um, a little more grit, a little more fight to just kind of say fuck you to everybody else I'm going to come back from it. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what made them world championship, but I mean, it's just Part of it. it's really cool to me it's cool yeah. cool story
0: from Sebas 404 not to be a hater just curious as to what's the point of the u23 if juniors are still a class well i mean it's just a it's a bridge between junior and elite so you don't go from junior to elite you get your doors blown off like there's an actual class for you to develop and before you go into elite so yeah that's i mean i think that's the reason
1: yeah nothing more to add there yeah yeah and i'm yeah. for it i like the u23 class Slowly growing on me still.
0: (laughs) By the world compiled, (laughs) you might be there. (laughs) I remember thinking we had Jay Rich and he's like, at a certain point, you gotta stop prepping the food. You just gotta fucking eat it.
1: (laughs) He said something like that. That's so fucking funny. I love that too. Like I you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of on both sides of it.
0: I know I kind of get what he's saying like a certain point like development's great at some point like you just got to go and you're either going to perform or you're not yeah but I do think U23 is a good thing
1: yeah I mean if I was if I had the option I probably would have done it (laughs) at the time though my belief was you got to hop in and just if you want to be with the big dogs you got to start swimming with them
0: yeah no I, I get that too yeah um Gavin Smith biggest amateur winner
1: Biggest amateur winner. I mean, I think, like you said, the biggest class to watch an amateur is often the 16-year-old class, Cedric Gageman. That's the last class before you have the option to do a lead or not. So, Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: Cedric and Ava, because they're both 16, right?
1: Yeah, I think they are both.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I would say both those, because that's probably the hardest class to win. Dude, Cedric? Cedric
1: fucking killed them. Dude, it looked like... like we know, he's fast. I've seen him like in person. Fast, he is on another level than the the riders he's racing against. It's insane.
0: Wasn't even remotely close.
1: Like it looks like he's an older guy just diddling around in the fucking younger age class because it's like he's obviously smoked he's Just like ha- looks like he's just having a blast riding his bike. No big deal out there.
0: In the gate, in the gate, he's just like smiling and kissing to the crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That kid's that kid's a phenomenal talent. Um, and two, like, watching Ava, she reminds me a lot of Elise. Like, I think she's the next Elise in the U.S. I think Cedric and Elise, okay. or Cedric and Ava are the two next big stars in, in men's and women's BMX. Yeah, fair
1: enough. Ava seems to to me, has very subtle skills. Like, she very, seems very skilled. Yeah. Doesn't use them everywhere, but at the same time, pulls them out pretty just casually. Yeah, she reminds,
0: myself, reminds me a lot of Elise.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: Um... Uh, from Victor PNTN, why do they film riders' shoes and helmets of gloves when the gate goes down? Yeah, same point I brought up. Like, there's no need yeah. for that. I think no one likes no. that. No,
1: it's
0: like wow, you can see like yeah, you could tighten your boa a little more in the gate, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe Shimano's paying them a little lecture for that one.
0: From 15 BMX, why was it so hot? I, it looked it looked hot from what people were wearing and and like mannerisms and stuff.
1: Yeah, it was not it was warm this week.
0: Yeah um okay um favorite netflix show for us I'm, I'm all caught up on yellowstone i've watched up through season four waiting for season five this fall holy smokes what a program that show is
1: holy is it exciting as hell eh
0: i'm not going to say anything about it because there's probably people watching it but what a fucking show that is
1: i'm glad you got into it it's pretty wild there's some crazy things that happen in it and i'm still excited for the new seasons coming out too
0: i like rip and beth
1: they're awesome hey
0: yeah, they're fantastic.
1: Rip's just the fucking man.
0: Rip is. Rip, Rip is the fucking man. I,
1: I wish I could be as tough and as cool as he is.
0: I know we we are just so complete opposite of that man. <laughs> 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 I mean,
1: oh, so true.
0: It's a couple West Coast boys wear Lululemon and drink lattes. I don't think he's doing any of those above. <laughs> no. It is laugh out loud funny too how they talk about Californians in that show. It makes me, makes me chuckle.
1: Yeah. You're a California guy now. So yeah, it's so fucking, it's so
0: accurate. Like, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, um, but yeah, world championships, world championships in the book. Um, I'm just on Instagram. You know what? Shout out to, um, shout out to Leah one junior woman, a French writer. I don't know how it's their last name Bryn Yeah. Take um,
1: your best stab at it. Cause I'm not going to be able to, to do any better.
0: Great rider, though, and for her to win in France, I mean, yeah, highlight of her career. I think she'll – I'm assuming she'll probably race U23 next year. And, um, yeah, I think um, great rider.
1: Yeah. Um, do you want to take a stab at the junior junior men's name from nope. from Holland?
0: Nope.
1: Julian? Is it Julian first name?
0: How do you pronounce his last name?
1: That's where I just am – I'm not in a good position to be doing that. Go for Did it. you, I'm just got to go to his page. I need a, I need like a full on. I need to see the spelling on this thing.
0: Look up this Julian
1: spelling. Bisterbosch. Bisterbosch. I'm going to go with that.
0: It looks like when you get drunk and just hit the keyboards, hit the keyboard like computer and just spits out letters.
1: <laughs> that's it. Unreal. So
0: probably like Bisterbach or something. I don't, I don't know yeah. It. yeah, congrats to the two right. world champs as well. We didn't get into it, but, um, yeah, congrats to
1: both of you. He uh, came through the LCQ too. so uh, Just another cool, he cool really, tidbit. I didn't, I
0: didn't
1: know that. I heard that, yeah. So another cool tidbit.
0: So. Uh, anything else, world champs? Are we good?
1: Yeah, I think that's it. That's a pretty full show, I think.
0: Holy smoking, daddy-o. That was fun.
1: Smoke them if you got them, people, because holy, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That's yeah, one that for was. the history books that we're going to remember for a while, I think.
0: It was. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. I know I did. Um, Congrats to all the champions, outstanding performances. Um, Looking forward to the rest of the World Cups this year.
1: Going to be great. Thanks to ProGate Europe. Winning starts at the great gate. Everyone who won the World Champs has a great gate. That's for sure.
0: Answer S squared, Claiborne. Get yours today. Um, uh, Snap on green.
1: Snap on green, everybody.